Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. What what has been the luckiest or unluckiest moment of your life? 206-421-RUN. Hello, Anthony. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola, bitches. Hola. So, uh, I, yeah, I, 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 wait for it, wait for it. Once again, bedroom colors, here are the seven words you can't say on the radio. <laughs> Sucker, mother, and please keep those words in mind when calling. Now back to the program. All right, Anthony, no brown words. All right, man, I'm sorry about that. No problem. So, uh, I play, I play poker cash games and all the, uh, poker rooms not only do that you take other people's money but they uh, they take a rake and of course that's how they make their money but they also offer incentives with that money to bring people in like cash payouts for uh high hands things like that so uh they got what they call a monte color board at the place i play all the time and uh th- this has been like three years ago they kind of changed the format now but uh anything from a uh, straight flush uh four of a kind royal flush all pay they seed the pot, and then it grows until somebody hits it. That's what it used to be. So uh, I hit a royal flush, and it has to be what's called a natural. So you have to have two cards in your hand towards that hand. Um, and I, I hit that for seven grand. Oh, Damn. that was a good afternoon. Ooh. Yeah. Then he was, was mugged on the way out. What's, uh, what's the next yeah. biggest What's what's the next biggest uh, purse you've ever hit? Oh, geez. Uh I, I just hit a few high hands, they, and they change how much they pay out all the time to five hundred bucks to two hundred, whatever. Um, I hit a, quite a few of those high hands. Okay, how uh, long have you been playing poker? You know, like everyone has played poker. Maybe you played years. as a kid, but I never like got into it the way that people get into it. Okay, so now we're talking about into it, or like I've been playing all my life because okay, my but, grandma was a gambler. But uh-huh. um, as far as like getting into like putting up my own money. Uh, about five, six years now. What What is your strategy on walking out of there? You know, I, unfortunately, I'm one of those guys that uh, I don't go there just to win. I go there to relax, have fun, stay as long as I can. Okay. Um, sometimes I overstay my welcome. Like, I tend to get up real <laughs> early, like real early. Um, but then I want to be there. I don't want to be there for just a half hour, 45 minutes. I want to be there for a few hours. So I overstay my welcome and... <laughs> A lot of times end up giving it back just because of that. Okay. All right. As long as you enjoy your oh, time. Oh, I thought when you said overstayed your welcome, I thought they were like, sir, you yeah. need to leave. Right. You're winning too much or you're <laughs> drinking too much. <laughs> hey, man, well, I like that you go just to have fun. Right, exactly. You know, not all about the money. Obviously, winning winning money helps. But isn't that true of Vegas? Like, I'm not a gambler. But when I'm well, there, I have a blast at the casino just playing whatever the hell. I think for me, it's the, the horse track. I yeah. know that I don't know anything about this. I just go to enjoy the day. Sit back, throw some money in, do some dumb stuff based on names of horses or whatever. Sure, I, sure. You know what I mean? I'll, I don't know. I just, I know I mean, I'm not going to. Let's be honest. With you, right? That's what makes gambling fun. Because like, it's gambling. Right, like horse track or like, you know, like sports betting. And you know, sports betting's gotten so it's popular. It's massive. Yeah, yeah you, can, you can do it in a lot of states and this and that. And it's like, honestly, like, look, I'm a sports nerd. But I don't sit around watching a lot of like random college basketball games. But if I got the over, yeah, right. All exactly. of a sudden, money on it. Yeah. And also, it seems like for me, the more you know about, not that I wouldn't do sports betting if I'm in a if I'm in a casino, but the less I know about something, the better off I am as far as probably winning. 
So if I know, because you're on second guess yourself. Yeah, exactly. You're the yeah, the horses. Oh my God, are you kidding me? There's no way they're going to Jacksonville's going to come back. Oh my God, they beat the. You know. No, I agree. I, I'm better at betting on sports right. I know nothing about because that's you, why you I hazard a guess. Yeah. If you ask me something about football, then like, I'm going to overthink. It. Well, you know what, man? Last time Dak Prescott played on, you go through all this crap, and in the end, like I, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Just I, like what? just like our weekly picks we were doing. I was just, I mean, half the time I was like four and six, four and eight. Right. Just like, Did you ever come in first? Maybe one week, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, I had some knowledge of what I was doing oh, when yeah, I was yeah. picking. I, but I can't, I can't, I can't win. <laughs> but if I go play like a random, you know, slot machine or go to the horse track and know absolutely nothing for some reason, you know, if I bet on a polo, chance. I'd walk out with ten thousand dollars. It's almost like when you ask your girlfriend or significant other to just pick, pick my, uh, you know, NCAA bracket. Yeah, and they just base it on whatever they, they get want down to, base to the it final on. four at least. Like, like, oh my god, how did you get rid of Duke? How did you get rid of this? You know, like, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, like, oh my god, you're right, Seton Hall's in the final four, whatever the hell you did. Or fantasy <laughs> football? Ooh, he's cute, and you try to say things like, dude, he's three and ten as a starter. I don't know, and then somehow that season at the end, like, yeah. they have their breakthrough year. Like, god damn it! And Andy, I wish I could. You, you think Andy Dalton is cute? <laughs> I wish I could bet on just specific plays. So what do you, the play they're going to run or whether that well, play yeah, will be team, successful. You know. Right, but I was saying on like New Year's Day, I was just sitting there with some buddies and we're watching all the college games. And there's just certain plays like, I mean, you know, if you watch football enough, you can just be like, oh, here comes this or that. You look at the formation. Right, and they're know. just like, how do you know? It's like, well, he's been running that route all right. day. Mm-hmm. It's finally going to be open. Be easy with the And he's been chirping in the uh, quarterback's ear. Basically, I can get open. They make so, no adjustments at halftime. Whatever they did in the first half, it's yeah. going to be the second half. Exactly. You can make a killing all off right. that. Look, I got $1,000 right now that says it's covered too. We're we're sticking with the game plan. We're sticking with this game plan we put in. You sure you don't want to make an adjustment? Nope. Keep running the ball on first down. Then we'll have Russell running circles on third. You know the deal. Remember back at 14 when we made adjustments? What has been the uh, luckiest or unluckiest moment of your life? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Tanner. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, guys. Hola. Hola. So probably the luckiest thing I've ever gone through. I was probably about seven or eight years old, and I just don't know how miraculously I didn't break my leg. Um, me and my friends were just this about 20 years ago. My friends were out just walking through the woods. We grew up around uh, Puget Sound all of our life, and there was this massive clay bank. And at the very top of it, it was wintertime with these massive icicles. And for some reason, I went, yeah, I could climb that. That's going to be the coolest thing ever to have those. Lord of the Rings just came out. We were like, yeah, we're going to go, like, sword fight with them, whatever. And um, I scaled it. I got to the top, and I had one in each hand. I went, yeah, I can just maybe go down this pretty easily. It didn't happen. I ended up just starting sliding. I threw one of those icicles at a friend, like a dagger. It was terrifying. That was the worst mistake, but... Well, climbing the cliff was probably the worst. But when I was sliding down, there's kind of this crevice and little crevasse in this clay bank. And my left leg went right into it. Ah. And I flipped completely forward and hyperextended my leg. Like, pretty much bent my knee the wrong way. Yeah. And um, how I did not break a leg or just walk away from that, I still to this day blows my mind. Because you're seven years old. Um, I guess That's it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're, you can just, yeah, you're malleable at that point. Yeah, because I'll see my kids eat it every once in a while, and I'm like, man, if I did that, I'm in the hospital. They're also no, lower yeah. to the ground. That makes such you a big difference. You know what I mean? Like, when they such fall, a big difference. it's like four feet. You yeah, you're mean? like, eh. We fall, it's a couple feet tall. Yeah, I got yeah. six feet. And by the way, to make everyone on this show feel a little better, mm-hmm. regarding our football pick, somebody says, hey, I listened to you guys pick all the upsets in the super wild card weekend on the happy hour. I won 320 bucks at the sports book. Oh, really? I don't recommend taking our advice, but I'm glad that worked out for you. Thank God somebody wants it. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, well, we kind of had pride on it, too, so that's tougher. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was just bragging right. And none of us won money. He did. Right. And none of us picked the spread. I know. That's another thing. That could have helped or hurt us. I'm not sure. It never works in my favor. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef of the house. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Everybody gets a little hungry at night sometimes, whether you enjoy a little of the marijuana. Or a lot. Right. Or you could be stone sober. And you have Girl Scout cookies. 
Right. It's just one of those things. And trust me, I think it's one of the hardest things to stop is nighttime snacking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You ever find you snack more if you sit in a certain spot on the couch? No. <laughs> no. Really? Yeah, I'm just going through it in my mind. Now, it generally, it just has to do with weed. See, if I'm not, if I'm in the changed lounge part, my legs are up. No snacking. Hmm. Really? Yeah. You can't snack with your feet up? I don't know that I really eat a lot with my feet up. Okay. I do it in every restaurant I go to, just to see the looks around. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, outside of like, right, like outside of a beach chair, maybe. But think about it. If you, like most people have sectionals, right? Like mm-hmm. sit at home in the change lounge and try to snack. Try it tonight when you go to the bar. Just sit at the bar, put your feet, feet up, up on kick there. Up, kick yeah, them exactly. Off. Right. See what happens. You're going to see a menu? Nah, I just want to really see wouldn't. if I can have some snacks on my feet right. up. Like so it's just asking. social experiment. <laughs> She's asking for a fight. <laughs> you know, I, I right, so I guess I'm out on that one. Sure. Yeah, for me, it depends, what, you know, but my point is, is that a lot of people, like you always hear about all the time, nighttime snacking, it's hard to cut it out. You're it, watching it the tube, but it's, yeah. it's one of those things. It's, it's almost become like my fourth meal, right? Like, yeah. I'll get home, I have breakfast when I get here, right? Miles and I just eat at the desk. I'll eat dinner when I get home, and then around 9.30, I'm like, I mean, it's yeah. those are my three meals a day. I'm sure it's not healthy, but those are my three yeah, meals. It was a three square meals. Well, last night's third meal was ice cream. Well, that's I don't know dessert. if we call it That's square. your dessert. You know what? That That's right. So do you eat in the Chase Lounge or do you just never sit in it? You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, well, I can't answer that because my wife always falls asleep there. All right. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to think if I throw. Actually, you know what? Last night when I was devouring my ice cream, my feet were up on the coffee table. I have a, right. the sofa where the leg thing comes out. So I just Ooh, turn that right. bad boy up and eat some snacks. All right. All yeah. right. All right. Uh, now, nobody's going to tell you snacking before bed is good for you, but I have a list of the best things you could eat before bed. And, and you it, already warned us that we will probably yeah, this is gonna hate this. going to be terrible. Yes. Right. I, think, I think most people will hate it. Uh, let's see. Right? Because, I mean, most people, right, you're having a cookie, you're having a chip. Yeah. Sure. We talked about it this week. What do you guys think is the worst nut in the world? Nuts to uh, eat peanuts. before we go to bed? I mean, you as far as that, no, no, tasty. As far, oh, uh, we walnuts. Talk, walnuts. Oh, walnuts. Yeah. Come on. Well, walnuts, very good. They are filling and full of nutrition. They might also help you sleep because they're loaded with melatonin. Hmm. I didn't know that. That's the only benefit. It's nothing about the taste. Right. And again, <laughs> which is great it. for your skin, right? What? Melatonin? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Yes, it I, is. I, I enjoy five milligrams, but I stay pretty, pretty pale. Yeah. Uh, obviously, this doesn't mean you can go get like whatever covered walnuts or whatever. They're just saying they can't have any taste. Them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They should taste bad, but All it just right. gives you the sensation of eating food. Mm. It's just like chewing on dirt <laughs> right. instead. Well, it's kind of like a dog with his bone. Right. Next up on the list. All right. Chocolate covered nuts. Oh, All right. Okay. Delicious. Let's right. end this. Yeah. I love a chocolate almond. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say, Steve, you got some chocolate covered nuts, don't you? I do yeah, all the yeah. time, brother. They say they're okay, but it has to be dark chocolate. And I go, okay, I like dark chocolate. Yeah, no, Still no, dragon, great. Uh, but you can't have too many. What is too many? What about raisinets? I wonder if they make the list. They don't, and the because the the dark, there's caffeine in the dark chocolate, so don't have too many. But it's like, look, dude, it's nine o'clock. I'm sitting on a couch. Like if I had self control, I wouldn't have this bag of nuts in front of me. Right. Ra- raisinets aren't going to make the list, but. Somebody in this room has been known to have raisin nuts as a snack. <laughs> uh, this one, actually, I like. A banana. All right. Might help you sleep. Potassium is a, a natural muscle relaxant. Uh, there's also a little tryptophan in there. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I really like bananas. Like yeah, we that's not the worst. So far, it's mm. the best. Yeah. I, I just think of them as like maybe cutting them up in my cereal at night. <laughs> Get a bowl of cereal, cut up a banana. I think you gotta just you just got to eat that nanner. Yeah. Uh, they say Greek yogurt with berries and almonds. Helps you sleep by keeping your bud- blood sugar balanced. There's protein in the yogurt, carbs in the uh, berries, and fat in the almonds. These three things together are good. The Greek yogurt actually comes from the berries. <laughs> yeah. You will fart all night. Yes. Just putting that I do right that hand. anyway. Yeah. But actually, I mean, like, I like Greek yogurt. It's just, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> and it, they don't stink, but it's just constant. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Ice cream too. It's like your white noise tape and you're trying to sleep. Chocolate milk. <laughs> Ted creates his own. <laughs> Is that the ocean? Not Ted farting, dude. Tell Ta- me, chocolate milk's on there. It's not, but it's one of your favorite things, Miles. Uh-huh. So you'll be happy about this part of the list. <laughs> okay. Peanut butter. Yes, but I'm gonna die. But on a rice cake. 
Oh, come oh, on. No, no, no. Yeah. Why do I, if I'm just eating the peanut butter, why do I have to add one more thing to it? And it has to be natural peanut butter. So basically, the kind of you stir for nine million years before you can yeah, eat they it. They literally say a big, full, a big spoonful of Jif isn't the same. No. But if I, they're telling you to eat peanut butter on a rice mm-hmm. cake, what they're basically encouraging you to do is choke to death. Right. But I did read a pro tip on the natural peanut butter uh, lifestyle because the oil comes to the top of the jar. So you have to basically stir it all up. So store it upside down. That way all the oh, oil yeah, yeah. goes to the bottom when you turn it over. It's easier to stir and mix up. Have you ever been one of those people that gets the peanut butter out of the machine that's got real peanuts in the grocery store? No. Huh. You've seen that. No. you like, and it grinds it up into peanut butter oh, right so there. Actually, okay. Oh, really? No, I've no, never yeah. seen that. Uh, and then I, I just do it with a coffee grinder over there or that all. Yeah. Then I just wanted to sneak this in here. Uh, the New York Post did a big write-up on the hottest new delicacy in restaurants. Uh, restaurants in the UK for right now. Mm-hmm. Miles, I bet you grew up eating it. I've, I've had been, it. I've been dying to try it. I heard. <laughs> well, it's, you know what? It's it's squirrel. I know that squirrel meat. But you know one of the reasons they're doing this is because of the overpopulation of squirrels in England. Yeah. And apparently, it's only on. High end restaurant menus, I, which is funny. That cracks me, me up, man. To me, I, a squirrel like this is my buddy who's never worn sleeves. Looks like Larry the Cable Guy's. I, I promise. I, I think you. what it is the preparation. It takes so long. Oh, you know what? They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're charging you so that it doesn't taste the way it looks. Just for the prep work because there's so much to do to get that thing ready to cook. I mean, I mean, look, I'm into it. But I also, I think I kind of want Wild Squirrel. You're right. I want that guy in a Davy Boone hat, no well, sleeves, and he's just got a sack. After he picks off a squirrel, he just puts it in his sack. It depends on me how where, where they put it. So if they said, like, we have squirrel tacos, I'd be like, all right, I'll try a squirrel taco. Oh, no, I want, I want squirrel meat. Like, uh, But if it was a whole squirrel on the bone? Would you want a squirrel burger? Not a squirrel burger. I'd like them to be chopped up in pieces and then probably, you know, through little, uh, you know, what are you going to uh, you know, milk, flour. Salt, pepper, pan fry them real quick. Oh, you want like fried squirrel? Yeah. Oh, we're awfully picky about how we eat our squirrel all of a sudden. I don't think that, that, that was very exact, I mean, right? Yeah. An egg With wash. the hint of cilantro <laughs> right. and <laughs> black sesame seeds. <laughs> right. I want the squirrel to know I ate it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. What won't you or can't you eat anymore more? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Ryan. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. Hola. How are you guys doing today? Doing great, man. Thanks. That's good to hear. Um, my story comes uh, about eight years ago, uh, near Thanksgiving, when my sister and I were making pumpkin pie. Um, this story didn't necessarily ruin it for me, but it did ruin it for my brother who asked me to call in. Um, when my sister and I were making the pumpkin pie, we wanted to double the recipe because we were making two. So what we did in the crust, instead of uh, doubling the recipe from 
a quarter uh, tablespoon to half a tablespoon. We mistakenly misread it and did a quarter tablespoon to half a cup of salt. Okay, that's a very large jump. <laughs> it is a very large jump. Um, after, uh, after, uh, I didn't, I didn't even realize. So after we got the crust in, I had to go off to swim team. Uh, and then when we get back, Alec and I were like, okay, we have pumpkin pies. One's for us, one's for Thanksgiving. Uh, because we have a family Thanksgiving. So when we got home, we were placed in front of, uh, the table with two slices of pie. And this is when alarm bell should have been going off because our dad has had us do a pie eating contest. (laughs) And my brother and I are notorious competitive eaters. So he knew this would get us. It was three, two, one. We both shoved nearly the entire thing in our mouth. And then we're just gagging because all of the salt in the crust leached into the pie filling. Mm. So does it just taste like salt at that point? Yes, pretty much. It, it tastes like salt with a side of pumpkin. And do you still and eat? Do you still eat pumpkin pie? I do. My That's brother right. can't stand it. And does he not it, like it, it or I is he triggered it. by God, the memory of the uh, salt? He is triggered by the sense memory where it just makes him gag. So it didn't necessarily ruin it for me, but it ruined it entirely for my brother because he used to love pumpkin pie. Yeah, see, I mean, something would have gag- to go real wrong for me to never eat pumpkin pie. But I think the gag thing, right, isn't that kind of like people do with liquors? Somebody, they, they texted that in earlier. They said it's uh, something food avert, like uh, learned a food aversion. But yeah, the, the point they made is you have this bad experience with the food and not something like, well, I guess it could be food poisoning. You find a roach in your french fries, whatever it is. But he said it's the same reason. And he used your analogy, Ted. He said it's the same reason you swear up certain alcohols when you've had, quote, unquote, that night with them. Yeah. You know, like you can't. And you might have just, misdiagnosed what got you sick. You might. But but if you have it in your head, you know, right, you, exactly, you exactly. smell the, yep, that's like it. the parties. Are, yep. Meanwhile, you know, it's the beer that got you sick. But Jack but Daniels you just, is like, I'm you, taking you, the But bro. you just smelled what you smelled when you puked. And that, right. And that, and that typically is going to be the one. Well, it's, right. And smell is that powerful. Right, like I mean, right, like it triggers memory. Right, not that anybody drinks it. Right, I was going to say. So, like Goldschlager, like the last time I did a shot of it, literally, I'd gotten off a shift, shift, shift. Sorry, (laughs) Uh, because I was bartending. So this was twenty years ago. But same thing, we did one after work. I puked it right back up. Right, really. Right, and then with the smell. Right, years ago we had a barbecue place, and they dropped off uh, like uh, around St. Patrick's Day. They dropped off. Corned beef and cabbage. Mm-hmm. But same thing. The smell took me right back to my grandmother, Grandma Smith's kitchen. And I was like, oh, my God. This is delicious now. I think I'm done right. with wine. Wine uh, is, is not friends with me. I don't know if it's the, what do they call the? Uh, tannins. Tannins. In tannins. The, yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I mean, just had this conversation with my wife this morning. I can't take, she it. It makes out. you so sick and so hungover. It, the, one, one of the worst time. hangovers I've had was red wine. And this was like 30 years ago. I just didn't realize what red wine had in it. That's the only thing that was available. It was like a rap party for something. Right. Whatever. And I drank the way I always drink and had the kind of time I always have. But when I woke up the next day, I just I could not believe how bad the headache was. And everyone goes, oh, it's tannins and red wine. Well, I knew nothing about that. So my wife got real messed up last night. And uh, I see her this morning. I'm like, how do you feel? She's like, I, I feel like a disaster. And I should have known because before we even went to our final destination, had a couple glasses of wine here, blah, blah, blah. I said, how much wine did you drink? She's like, I really didn't drink that much, but it was red wine. And I was this morning, and I told her, I said, dude, like, I might have a glass of it if we're having that kind of dinner, but otherwise, no. No, Well, well, you or can't you eat any more and why? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Steve. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, how you doing? Hola. Hey, hola. Yeah, it's a, oh my God, long-time listener, first-time caller. You're welcome to the show. uh, yeah, I've been listening to you guys, or KSW, since 1972. Wow. There you go. So I've been there for a long time, listening to you guys. Anyways, uh, yeah, I, I went to buy, you had this place by my shop where I'm a mechanic. Um, it was a taco truck, and uh, I used to get the quesadillas all the time, no problem. Well, then they finally moved away, and then another taco truck come in there, and very first time I got the quesadillas, which was basically, they got a weird name for the beef. I don't know what, what specifically what it's called anymore, but anyways, um, uh, and, and, and oh, Lord, I was sick for a couple of days after that, 
Um, because, like I said, I, I have no idea what if it was actually beef or what on the quesadilla. But anyways, um, on another note, uh, back in the old days here in the Pacific Northwest, we used to have a place called uh, Pizza Haven. They used to deliver pizzas in the 60s and 70s, and they used to have a pickup with a uh, uh, like a house on the back of the pickup, and it had uh, like a propane-powered heater or whatever. So we used to get hot pizzas delivered to your door, like what uh, Domino's is trying to do now with those little BMW side yeah, door yeah. Mm-hmm. pizza things. But I thought it was kind of unusual. You guys are talking about, you know, Domino's all the first delivery pizzas. Well, yeah. yeah, back in the old days, at least here in the Pacific Northwest, we had that. And, of course, we also had Shakey's Pizza, which uh, actually I think Pizza Hut was the one that actually bought Shakey's Pizza out. I think you are correct uh, Back that. in the old days. Huh. Interesting. So, and then, of course, we had a couple places called Pizza and Pipes where you go down there with the family and, and do this. Smoke weed and eat pizza. And <laughs> pizza and pipes. <laughs> I think there might have been always a few, like, local shops that would, would, that deliver, would deliver here. Right. But you're right. Domino's was the first one to be like, our whole thing is. Across the country, this is delivered. all we do. And then we'll get you there in 30 minutes. Right. We don't have a dining room. And I'm scared of the noise. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill. The greatest story never told. Available on Radio.com. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. All right, Castle from his basement dungeon studio bar. What's happening at the household? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Yeah. Nothing exciting to uh, to share here. Everything is working properly, so I am at home today. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. It's only when things when things go uh, go sideways here at home, or I feel like I just need to get out of the house, or an excuse to have a beer. That's when you'll see me in the office. Mm-hmm. Not when things go wrong at work, but when things go yeah. wrong at home. The yeah, old exactly. three beer. I feel like I need to go to work today. Are you saying you can't have a three beer lunch at home? Yes, you, I certainly can. I certainly can. That's how I end every argument, though, at home. I need to go into the office today. Right, just for a little. <laughs> got stuff going on. Looks like, looks like I'm going into the office today. <laughs> Castle here is he's after, here after five. Like, what are we doing after work? <laughs> right. Me at 8 p.m. Looks yeah. like I'm going into the office. Why not? Why that not? would be great. <laughs> I got to go in at 10 tonight, honey. Yeah. Stuff, so, stuff uh, so today on Sit and Spin, uh, we're talking about cover songs. You know, rarely do you run into a situation where the cover of the song is better than the original. But there, there are those instances, and we're looking at those songs today. I feel like Jimi Hendrix did that with Bob Dylan. That sure. said, anyone that covers Bob Dylan generally does a better job well, than Bob look, Dylan. Even if you look at, uh, we were talking about uh, Neil Diamond the other day, sold his catalog for yeah. probably hundreds of millions of dollars. But if you listen to Red Red Wine yeah. from Neil Diamond, and I don't like the UB40 song, but the UB40 version is better. It is. The, same the, UB, with, the UB40 version was a bigger hit, too. Oh, yeah. And same with, uh, oh, God, uh, the, uh, the one that uh, was covered by the Monkeys. Uh, I'm a believer. Oh yeah. That was, oh yeah. That was, oh, right, right, right. That was another one. Yeah, was and then, and then later like, done brilliantly by Smash Mouth. Sure, sure. <laughs> Everything Smash Mouth didn't does realize, is brilliant. They didn't realize when they bought that Neil Diamond catalog that that was included. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh damn it! But that's enough just from the Shrek, I, the Shrek franchise. I think an argument can be made for uh, Sinead O'Connor's version of "Nothing Compares to You" uh, being better than the original, or at least I would a agree with that. I think it was the better. original. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Chris better. Cornell's version was, of course, even better than that. But. Right. So uh, today we got 10 rock covers that are more famous than the original. Are we going to do the cover that we know first, Mike, or are we going to do the original? Yeah. So this is the version that we know first. Ten, number 10. Playing with Poison, Death Leopard, and Motley Crue. Your chance That's to... Right. Your chance to win those tickets if you listen to the secret, the word, secret word today. I already gave it out. Tacos. If you weren't listening, you know what I mean. We're trying to do a food theme for Vince, but we don't know. Yeah. How to push it through. I think we got one for this. Okay, we, we debated word. it earlier and said this. This is the way yeah, to you, use you, the word. You just missed it. You just missed it. Our bad. Yeah. Okay. The word today is cake, <laughs> fries, <Ribs>. fries, <laughs> meatloaf, fried cake. Hot pie. So, uh, you know, a lot Dope. of folks might even know, uh, might not even know that that was a cover Joan Jett in the back, Blackhearts doing that. It was actually done by a band called The Arrows. The 
The problem is, I only know Joan Jett, so it sounds like these guys are covering yeah. her. It does. It sounds like a local mm-hmm. cover band. It sounds like the new originals <laughs> but covering they would not be, But they would not be bad. No, it's fine. I mean, there's yeah, nothing. Exactly. She didn't really do anything. No. She just Joan Jett uh, respecting the original version of the song, too, because uh, because of inflation after that six years, it was probably at least 15 <laughs> cents for the <laughs> These are 10 rock covers that are more famous than the original on City Spin. Got a black magic woman. Oh, everything is beautiful. Yeah. Got a black magic yeah, baby. woman. Oh, man, it's beautiful. The world is beautiful. He's talking about a black woman who pulled a rabbit out of her hat. <laughs> See, most people think he's talking about someone who does black magic, but no. Yeah. It's just a black woman who's also a magician. Met her at his kid's birthday party. Early in my radio career, Ryan Castle, I did an interview with uh, with Carlos Santana. Actually, the interview was oh. so long ago, it was on reel to reel. Damn. Okay? Wow. I had to edit the uh, interview down. Edited it down to about seven minutes, okay? Carlos Santana said the word beautiful 42 times in oh, <laughs> seven minutes. Everything is beautiful. 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 The black magic woman makes it rings disappear. Okay. So who did the original of uh, a black magic woman? You wouldn't believe it, but it was Fleetwood Mac two years earlier. Oh, really? Now, okay, since I always thought we needed to ask Carlos, I guess we need to Lindsay ask Buckingham? Peter Green, I'm not sure, but is it a black magic woman or is it a black magic woman as a black know, man I, i'm telling you it's about a black woman see that, that's a, it's a black, black yeah. magic, magic woman, woman. oh yeah. okay so she'd like a children's birthday party exactly all right i got you. yeah okay, and then she's sense. black and he's like i like her so much so i'm she, writing a song so it's not a woman who does black magic oh god no okay, that'd be terrible gotcha, miles it's gonna make this sausage disappear and scum. Yeah, right. These are 10 rock covers that are more famous than Rubu. Eight, number eight. Now when the day goes to sleep and the full moon looks. It sounds like the tap. Yeah. The green Alishi with the two-pronged crown from Judas Priest. A lot of folks don't know that this is a cover. Also done by Fleetwood Mac in 1970. They're a little more trippy then, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. yeah I guess that more, was pre-cocaine. Uh, a little more acid, a little less yeah. cocaine. Yeah, right. exactly. More yeah. LSD, less coke. Huh. That I was would. more Mac, less fleet. It, right. <laughs> I would yeah. not have guessed Stevie this Nicks, in a million years. Stevie Nicks didn't have the powder farts at that point. <laughs> <laughs> the powder farts. <laughs> Somebody drop a powdered donut <laughs> on the chair. Like, nah, dude. Like a fishing worm that's dropping flour trying to find a head when it farts. <laughs> Looks like LeBron getting ready to come into the game. <laughs> <laughs> These are 10 rock covers that are more famous than the original. On Sit and Spin. Seven, number seven. Oh, no. Nirvana covering the man who sold the world in 1994. Of course, the original done in 1970. Do you guys know by who? Yeah, David he Bowie. says it every time oh, he, he sings this song. Yeah, it's a David Bowie. That's a David Bowie song. David Bowie had a way of singing. He sounds like he's being filleted every time he's like he's just chill and happy. Dude, it's you know what entirely I mean? possible he was. That's what I mean. Like I picture someone just face down in his lap and he's like, rotate, baby. And that person and is Mick, Mick Jagger. Jagger. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> well, what? These are ten rock covers that are more famous than the original. Mick the six. Is this Fleetwood Mac again? Uh, it is not. <laughs> Later it's in their not career. Mac. It might be about Fleetwood Mac. Right. Uh, that's Eric Clapton in 77, originally done just one year earlier by J.J. Cale. She don't lie, she don't lie, she don't lie. Cocaine. Well, early in mid-70s, I like J.J. Cale better. The early and mid-70s was weird because a band could put out a song, right? And then my band goes, I really like your song. I know it's only been out for nine months. We're going to go ahead and record that and release it anyway. But if you have a song right? about cocaine, you know people are going to come up to you and offer you cocaine. That's why I'd say It's like Buck Cherry. Oh, they're figuring it out. Like, oh, let's do it. Yeah, we got to get cocaine in a song here. That way, when we get into Tennessee. I love the cocaine. So much, I love the cocaine. What are, what are that so much cocaine enough? they had yeah. to stop doing cocaine. I was going to say, right, that's why they got to go. Before we play this, we're done with it. And that's why we came up with the song, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Like, seriously, stop offering it to us. Right. <laughs> I took the money. 
These are 10 rock covers that are more famous than the original. Five, number five. There is a house in New Orleans. They call the rats. Well, Mike Hawk's going to be really disappointed to find out this isn't a five-finger death punch song. Damn it! This is Eric Burton, uh, right? This, this is, is War. This was a... Uh, yeah, it's the right, animal. So right, it was a, originally a folk song. I don't know that they actually attribute it to anyone, but it, uh, they call it Rising Sun Blues. Dates back to the 30s in Appalachia. Hmm. So un- undocumented. Excuse me, sir. I speak Appalachian. <laughs> I mean, it's still about a whorehouse, though, right? Yeah. Just as a mental note, if my car breaks down on the side of the road and there's a bar and I hear this coming out through karaoke, I'm not going in. Use the payphone out front. <laughs> but it's more impressive to think the guy that sang this song had even been to New Orleans. <laughs> he went for <through> prostitution. <laughs> right? I mean, I get, he's like, dude, I'm telling you, there's this like weird French town down in Louisiana. They got whorehouses and everything. I'm going to write a well, damn there, song there, about there's, it. There's a chance based on the time he might not have gone there intentionally. <laughs> right. Ten you know rock covers I mean. that are more famous than the original on Sid and Spin. Four, number four. Breaking rocks in a hot sun. I fall for law in a low one. I fall for law in a low one. I fought the law from The Clash in 1979. Not a Clash song. Who sang it? So Johnny Cash. Yeah, somebody like that. Gene Autry. The Crickets. Well, he you made, selling the law can beat your ass. He makes it sound happier. I know. Uh, hey, I got to fight in a bar with a cop. All right. <laughs> I got arrested. Yeah. <laughs> Good times at the beach. <laughs> he hit me with a nightstick. He did. <laughs> I, got, I hit him with a bottle. Good times. I right. found two taser darts in my neck. Busted, hey. Turns out I was dating his daughter. <laughs> these are uh, <laughs> these shirts. These That's are what ro- we get for popping Benny. Ten rock covers are more famous than the original. <laughs> I'm on my knees when I'm begging Cause I don't want to lose you Hey, yeah Cause I'm begging, begging you This sounds like someone yeah, This is a, a newer song, came out a couple of years ago It's got a cool groove, man, but every time I hear this yeah. I'm like, this singer sounds like they use Like baking grease for lube, and you're okay with it Yeah, I, 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 I hear this guy like, like, like busking in a subway Yeah <laughs> You know what I mean? This dirt he's, he's a white guy with dreads. I don't know. You know the look. I scratched my butt in public. So the uh, the original uh, <laughs> yeah, was in 19, right. 1967. <laughs> yeah, same thing. I scratched my butt in public too. Yay. Uh, it's Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons in 1967. Okay. I scream at pigeons at the subway stop. Do those guys all have to go? <laughs> Do they all have to go by a season? What do you mean? Oh, the four seasons. Oh, I'm winter. Just pick like one. the Spice Girls, right? <laughs> winter, fall. <laughs> and he was like, "You call me fall, man. It's autumn, right, <laughs> brother? Brother, you're winter." Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ten rock covers more famous than the original on Sitting Still. Yeah, and I think even Bob Dylan said that. that's a Jimi Hendrix song now when he heard it. Mm-hmm. This is the other busker. Yeah. Bob Dylan just always sounds like, for some reason, we're watching a show at a coffee shop. And his sweater's too big. It almost sounds like everything's ending in a question. It is. I'm not sure of anything I'm saying. It sounds like Ringo. (laughs) (laughs) This is what Obi-Wan Kenobi would sound like if he could sing. Yellow submarine. (laughs) I'm your father. These are not the droids you're looking for. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) They start playing harmonica. All right. I'm saying. Why are we at a show at this coffee shop? (laughs) These are Tin Rock covers that are more famous than the original. We made it to number one. I think this first time Quiet Riot's been the top of any list. God, man, when I was a kid when this song came out, I was like, this, this was is huge. badass. Oh, yeah. This you know, is Castle, awesome. We were saying, just on the quick side, we should do a sit and spin that features the bass player, Rudy Sarza. All right? Yeah, because he's been in a bunch Quiet of Quiet Riot, Great White, Ozzy Osbourne. I mean, like, mm-hmm. this dude, I, I believe they called him, if you pay, he will play. Did he play with Dio for a while? He played with Dio yeah. for a while. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I kind of respect that, though. Dude, he's playing. 
he's playing, and he seems like Rudy Sarzo shows up right when your band puts out their biggest hit. And it sucks that Kevin DeBro is not around anymore because Quiet Riot would be a fun band to go see now. And he'd you know be awesome I mean? to sure. look at. Yeah. Oh my God. Gallagher hair Dude. without the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, uh, what's the original on this one? Is it the old Slade? Yeah, the OG was by Slade in '72, which is no different. Yeah, it's more or less the same song. All right, thank you so much. Wow. We'll understand what Thanks, happened guys. if we see you in the wow. office later on this afternoon. Thanks so much. You are listening <laughs> yeah, to the main I, I'll be I'll be in later, I'm sure. sure. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. Hello, Connor. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, bitches. Hola. Connor, are you sober or not sober? Sober. Sober, Connor. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Big Dummy. All right, man. Uh, Sex tape's going to come out with you, Connor. And who? Gollum, E.T., Yoda, or Big Bird? Big Bird, definitely. You are about to hear the loudest, angriest bird you have ever heard. Yeah. I don't know what you did to Big Bird, but you need to stop. Mm-hmm. He sounds like he's one step away Wrong from the safe hole. word. Yeah. Mike Lowaka. All right, here's your question. Multiple choice. Frisbee, hula hoop, or yo-yo? Which toy's original name was the Whirligig? Frisbee? Yo-yo. It was the yo-yo. Even though all of them could technically fit that name. That is why I tried to come mm-hmm. up with those. What is the... Uh, I think it's just Flying Disc, right? Because Frisbee's a brand name. Correct. So I think Flying Disc is the generic name for a Frisbee. Frisbee. Is that right? I think that's right. Right, because then what are the big ones that are like... With a hole in the middle? Yeah, like, aerobies. Aerobies? Yeah. Those six fly. You're right. That frisbee is just a flying disc. Okay, not an exciting mm-hmm. name. You don't have an aerobi? I don't. I don't know if my kids ever did, but we don't really have don't the space we for it. You're just talking about a, a frisbee with a hole in the middle, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like but a they're a little bit bigger. Circle. Yeah, okay. Because you mean, can just, launch those yeah. things. Yeah, and they're so much easier to throw and catch. You can stick your hand in the middle. <laughs> just throw they, have, uh, they have smaller ones too. You're tra- you could you could do it in the driveway. Okay. Until it curves, man. So one thing about throwing a Frisbee with a kid, right? I got a real long driveway because I share it with two other houses. So it's perfect. Kids ride the bike, throw the football, baseball, whatever. You throw the Frisbee, you get about three throws in, and then they do that weird thing where it just goes sideways. Yeah. I lift them up over the neighbor's fence. Go get it. Go get it. Lift them up on the roof. Yep. Go get it. Go get it. Okay. All right. Here's your question. How many planets in our solar system have rings? Hmm. Saturn, Jupiter, Uranus. Um, I think three. Two. Now, you got all the right planets. You left out Neptune. Oh. What were the planets? So Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Neptune. Not Venus, huh? Nope. No rings. No ring on that finger, brother. Venus is open for business. They're kind of like the Cleveland Browns of the... uh, All right. Looks pretty sometime, but no rings. Huh. The Detroit Lions of the... Jupiter would be the New England, if you will. The Minnesota Vikings of the... the Four chances. Jacksonville Jaguars. Who else? Cardinals. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Bengals, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Some of my teams that have no rings? Houston Texans. Right. Mm -hmm. Vikings. Yeah, we got Vikings. They lost four times. Mm -hmm. All right, your question. Bills. 
Physicist Mary Curie was the first person to win what award twice? Mary Cherry. <laughs> Mary Curie. Mary Cherry sounds like a porn star. I don't know. <laughs> I, maybe she, she is. is. All right. I'm just going to take a shot in the dark, say the Nobel Prize. Bam! Shot in the dark worked. Chargers? Never. No, no Super Bowls. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm right on that one. I was trying to think. There's, it's be they have one. not won one. They've been to at least one because Dan Fouts was on the team. I don't remember uh, if they lost. I don't even know if it was that. You know what? Didn't I don't the, think didn't the Niners it. with Steve Young beat the, beat the crap out of the Chargers? Well, they're in different conferences. Yeah, so Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Oh, Super Bowl. Yeah, it works out that way. That would work. Every I always year. They always, always just thought they Damn coincidence. champion. <laughs> All right, so there's 12 teams that have never won never won a Super Bowl. Buffalo Bills, the Minnesota Vikings, the Atlanta Falcons. All right. Carolina Panthers, mm. Cincinnati Bengals, the Arizona Cardinals, the L.A. Chargers, correct, Miles, uh, the Tennessee Titans, the Cleveland Browns, the Detroit Lions, the Houston Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, there Which of those teams do you think has the best shot? Maybe right now the, the Bengals or the Chargers. Or the Bills. Bills. Yeah, the Bills and the Bengals. Yeah, right. The Bills is a good call. Hello, Tim. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Tim, sober, not sober? Uh, working on not sober. Good for you, Tim. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Big Dunny. All right, Tim, a sex tape comes out with you and who? Gollum, E.T., Yoda, Yoda, or Big Yoda? Wow. Look at me. All right, <laughs> you got me it. me by my side. Do you? <sighs> You were quick with that answer, man. It's just a little too big. i got to go with the force. Okay. <laughs> well, Yoda's got smaller hands, too, so that's But he's got a... fat fingers, man. That's all right. It'll still look, you know. You need to pull up a picture of Yoda's hand. It it's was a, a difference between, like, between a... him and Gollum, and I, I went with the softer I mean, to me, look, option. Miles, I'll put it this way. Would you rather a Slim Jim or a Vienna sausage? Because between E.T. and Yoda, those are the fingers you're looking at. I, to be honest with you, I... I did not feel bad after my colonoscopy. It did not feel like anything happened. I let that figure into this. It does, because that's a very skinny, long tube. So I think I'm going to take the skinny and long. So like the E.T. style? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yoda's always talking about size matters not, like the last guy was saying. So maybe he doesn't care about you. (laughs) No, it's probably pretty small. He's got an issue with it, right. If he keeps telling you that, like, hey, dude, nobody asks. Yeah, you take your pants off, Tim, and that's what Yoda says. Size matters not. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I can't think of Why does he bring it up? about my size, do you? I bet you. Yeah, if it doesn't matter, why is he talking about it? If you throw that line out of Comic-Con, you get laid. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it doesn't matter? Why are you pointing and laughing? Seem awfully insecure. Right. Also, like, who are we talking about here? Yoda? Yeah, Yoda. Yeah, also, like, dude, you're a foot and a half tall. He's at least two feet. Whatever. I Take bet you crap from him. Baby Yoda's probably hung like a horse. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, the question. What was World War One known as before World War Two? The World War? I think it's the Great War. Isn't it? The Great War. The Great War. Ah, that's what it was. It was great. This is the greatest war ever. Awesome. <laughs> we got to come here more often. Yeah. Jeez. Great. Come for the special. just a good one. It was a great one. Yes. First time overseas. People seem awfully friendly. All right, the question. What Disney film released in 1937 was the first movie with an all-original soundtrack album? If I get this wrong, how, how, how close am I to being the biggest? You're on question seven right now. You said 37? 1937, and this was the first movie with an original soundtrack album. I think I know it. Let's see. Snow White. Bam! Good job. Nice job. Well done. Connect with the Men's Room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. All right, we made it to drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the Men's Room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we had Tuesday drink desk and Steve a thrill hell to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. Today, we toast an anonymous two-and-a-half-year-old young man from somewhere in the UK. All we have is video of him seated at a dinner table with his parents. And then he does this. I want you to listen to this sound and understand this is the product of a two-and-a-half-year-old child. That was a fart. In case you're wondering, that was a fart. 
It sounds like you're starting up a car. It sounds mm-hmm. like you're at the Indy Motor Speedway. That is a two and a half year old child. <laughs> and when you look at the video, the amazing the kid just farts. Mm-hmm. This kid's fart. And the parents, just the looks they get on their face, looking at each other. And it's one of those things where we should probably say something to the kid, but let's first admit with just eye language, I am very impressed. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't think I've had a fart like that. <laughs> In my life, man. He's gassy. That kid has never felt as good as he did right now. Oh, oh man. Th- that is relief. He, he could finally eat. <laughs> what is the sound of relief? Yeah, we're drinking to this kid. Yeah, so we pour this booze and we drink this booze because you think it's yummy. Yummy. So over the tongue oh, and down the you throat do. to party <laughs> in our tummies. Down the hole of Jonah. Thanks for listening to the best of the men's room podcast. Want more of the men's room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on radio.com. Oh, man. A double flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 